All right. Listen, so what I think we should do is I think we should I think we should do the same shit we've been doing, which is like we we have like this cold open kind of. Yeah. Where we um you know, like we just like we come in as if we've been talking about it the whole time and it's like um it's it's like a riff we do, like what we did yeah. what the fucking lifesavers riff or whatever that was. Um That was pretty good. That was funny. And I think And we then should... it would be like a it'd be like a you know, unexpected or uh candid uh just us like talking. Right. It's like they're a fly on the wall. Yeah. Um and I think fun for them. I think people will like that and I think it's more realistic and it it doesn't sound quite as stilted as just saying okay hello well, you know what would that even sound like like uh, yeah. okay the music would fade out hey and what's go, up guys hey guys it's me jesse hey, and this is mike up, i mean that's just like that's brutal yeah. i don't think anyone wants to hear that um but you don't think uh the bit that we do where we just chat in the beginning you don't think that that's uh getting old right getting old like what do you mean like um you don't think that we're gonna have to invent something, like a like a a fake intro, talking about the real intro, to try and uh, spice it up? No, I think it's too early to go meta. I don't think we've earned it yet. Okay. So, no, I wouldn't go that route until we were totally out of ideas. Okay. Because that's just like the sign. That's just like waving the white flag. I'm basically. laughing, but I, only because I know that that will never happen. I'm nervous that it might, but I agree with you that. I think we're I think we're fine. I don't think we have anything to worry about. I mean, we're two smart guys. We're young. Yeah. I'm a little younger than you. Well, it doesn't really matter. The point is that we will never uh, have to resort to anything like, um, you know, like a stunt or anything like that in order to... No, that's stupid. That's like, I mean, that's something the bad podcasts do. Like, what are some of your least favorite podcasts? Uh, my least favorite. Yeah. What are the ones that you're ready to go? Chuckle up? time. Yeah. I don't like that. Those guys are a joke. Um, the laugh zone. Yeah. Now oh, that one stinks. Big well, time. I mean, ever since the host, um, ever since the host got a pie in the face, it's like from then I just couldn't take Where it do seriously. Where you go from there? That was the apex. And you have to explain the bits because yeah. you can't see. Like a lot of it's physical comedy. Yeah. But they they did the impossible. They started the only physical comedy podcasts. Yeah, and big ups to them for that. Um, but it didn't really work as you had to explain, you know, everything that you're doing. Oh, there's a guy, he's walking uh he's walking up a ladder and now the ladder is splitting in two mm-hmm. lengthwise and he's like walking around on stilts. You kinda have to explain that stuff and they didn't really think about it but Yeah, or, or, or did you did you hear the episode they did where um there was a guy in a clown suit and he um he had this big bucket um, and it looked like it was full of water, and he went to go throw it on somebody, and Uh-oh. then he did, and there was confetti that came out. Huh. It's like, if I'm not seeing that, I don't really understand what you're... Yeah. You're just narrating real life at that point. But they are in their um, like sixth season of doing that show, so God bless them. I know, and look, have you seen their Patreon? I have not. It's insane. What are they getting? They're, they're seriously pulling down... They're pulling down like 15K a month <laughs> for that. Well, that's, I mean, more money to buy props. Yeah, I know. Well, they have a lot of higher levels. If you, if you donate $100 a month, mm-hmm. you, um, they'll write your name on the seltzer bottle they use to spray each other in the face. That's good. 
that's a good value. And we're not doing that. That's what I'm that's what I'm talking about. We were talking about this what was the other day. I know you don't like to talk about it, but it's a real we kind of make money off of this. Yeah. Well, I'm looking up some seltzer bottles right now that we can buy. We can't just do what we don't I don't want to do what they're doing. I want to do our own thing. They're not that expensive. They're not. No. Well, what about pens? Pens that when that when you go to put them in your pocket, the ink goes everywhere, and then it's visible ink. Yeah, those. If you could get that in a two pack of that with the one where if you turn it upside down, the lady takes her clothes off. I can get that delivered uh, in an hour. I have Amazon Prime now. Oh really? Yeah. So. I want to go wholesale, but no, you want to go. Okay. Convenience is a big part of it. Mm-hmm. So let's um. I guess let's just do that podcast. Well, yeah, let's just do that one. And, okay. um, and we got to monetize too because the ads are a big thing. Like, uh, like they read a bunch of, uh, they read a bunch of ironic ads for like Brill cream and stuff. Yeah. I want to get into that market. I feel like that's really untapped. Um, come, hey everyone, yeah. use this. I'm going to, I'm going to try to just uh, yeah, no. off the top of the, yeah. Um, hey, why don't you come down yeah. To and use the next time that you're building uh the next time you want to put a house. I'm I'm still I'm going to grab a beer. I'm still listening, but go ahead. Wait, hey, are you are you building a house? And do do you have a one big window cut out of it? Oh yeah, right. Um right. do you need a couple guys to push it over on top of you? And then, but make sure that you go through the window. Yeah, yeah. and so, so it's, call whatever. Yeah, whatever, whatever it is, yeah. The Buster I have Keaton. another one. Okay. Hey, are you? Um, do you? Are you sitting down on a chair and do, it doesn't have a, a whoopee cushion underneath of it? Oh boy. You're gonna need one to get one. Yeah. So get a Funny Man brand. Yeah. Whoopee cushion. That's a good. Yeah, and then um, maybe we could do one that's like, um, hey. Uh, do you ever do you ever like when you go to uh you go to drink like a big glass of water but because of forced perspective it appears to the audience like it's going in your mouth but instead you're just pouring it like behind you yeah and it like gets all over you in the floor yeah. kind of um and then it looks like you're like a skeleton and you don't you don't have like the um what like the esophagus and stuff and it just kind of go like so but one of those do you ever want to do one of those bits so, I think maybe we could do that one. <laughs> the, ad, the ad's just for the bit. <laughs> I don't understand. Yeah. All right. Well, all right. Well, let's um, let's let's, hear, let's hit record. Let's let's start this thing. You want to start now? Yeah. I don't know if we're ready yet. I think we're ready. <clears throat> okay. Um. So okay, what are we gonna start out doing? We're gonna start out doing. We're just gonna do the we're gonna do the normal thing, or we're gonna do like a let's do a planned thing this time. Let's let's sit down and write it, and let's stay true to the script. Let's not let's not go off script. But let's just do something different. Let's go straight off the script, um, and we read it, um, and we just sound really prepared and professional for once. And then we can kind of poll and see what people think if they think it's like go back to the really amateur shitty one where you guys are like basically improving, even though. You guys have never been to an improv class. And even though it does sound like you guys graduated from UCB, yeah, uh, top of the class, 
Definitely. Um, yeah. Second City. Spent a couple of years there. Yeah. And uh, Comedy Cellar. Comedy did some, yeah, opened mic nights and everything. And it sounds like you guys are uh, pros. However. Yeah. We can maybe something with a little more polish. Yeah. We'll just kind of get their feedback. Yeah. All right. Well, uh, let's go have a brainstorm sesh. Um, I'll go ahead and hit. All right, so uh, so we're back. We had a nice, I would say we had a really good quality script. Yeah, hammered out. Yeah, about um, eight or nine pages, I think. I think so. With all the with all the scene direction, and yeah, I think it got to that point. But That's cool. but wouldn't you know it? Um, I put the wrong cartridge in the typewriter, invisible ink. So, got nothing now. So well, we got it. We still got eight or nine blank pages. Well, we can just reuse those. Yeah, just stick those back in the typewriter, and the next time we have, we'll just have to remember to change out the ink. But other than that, um, yeah. So I guess let's just start. Uh, let's just start. No music. We're not doing any of it. Just let's just start talking now. This is the start of the show. Welcome to the show, by the way, which is your Kickstarter sucks the podcast. Uh, I'm your host, Jesse wow. Ferrar, <laughs> and uh, joining me as always is my good my good friend, my. Uh, one of my most popular guests, Mike Hale. Mike? Uh, that's right. Some of it, Jesse. Um, I'm actually the host, and thank you so much for, for doing the intro again. Um, well, we're back. We made it uh, five episodes. Um, good run on this one. I think, is this episode five? I think it's episode five. Because we did uh, one really shitty episode. Yep. And the second one was also bad. The second one was also bad. The third one's good. But below par still. Yeah. The fourth one, eh. It wasn't great. Not so great. This fifth one, though. Yeah. I got a good feeling. I think this one's going to be funny. I think we're going to do a good job on this. I actually think this might be the best episode of Your Kickstarter Sucks of all time. You will mm-hmm. never have to watch or listen to another episode. <clears throat> I'm going to, I don't think. Every, this is, as, this is as good as it gets right here. But not as good as the premium episodes, Mike, which you can listen to over at uh, patreon.com slash your Kickstarter sucks. Um, or just type it into the search bar, your Kickstarter sucks. And you will hear some great stuff. We have, we have Dan O'Sullivan on there. We've got a, we've got a beer idiot uh, podcast on there. We've got the mailbag going on there. So we've got a lot of good stuff for you guys. And no rewards other than just listening to that. It's not one of those things where you you get you're not getting anything else out of it. Yeah, I'm not gonna I'm not gonna I'm not gonna print up like a bunch of koozies and stuff. Like who are we? Who are we? Who wants who wants that on them for the rest of their life? Right? I kind of would. Yeah, actually, like a shirt with my big fat face on it. Nobody wants that. That's funny though. I think that's funny. I think we um, should do that. We should actually make a shirt that says like, uh, "I'm a big podcast guy." Yeah, so I everybody knows that you're into podcasts. I think people would buy that. Yeah. Okay. Just like a big obnoxious. We'll talk to, talk to my guy. You got a t-shirt guy. Um. Hey, I actually want to start out. Okay. Um, and do the apology of the week. Okay, it's it's that time again, folks. It's the apology of the week. Apology of the week. 
Take it away, Mike. So the thing I want to apologize for, you know, I quit the show, you know, a couple couple shows ago and had a real sour attitude. Had a falling out, I think. Um, I actually wanted to make it up to you by giving you a little gift. You got a gift for me. Yeah. All right. It's right here. What do you think about that? It is a friendship wow. bracelet. Yeah, so it you is. get one, uh, I get one, okay. and we just wear them all the time. We both wear them. Let's everybody know that we're, you know, basically best friends. And now, did you make this? I did make them. I went to Michael's Craft Store. Wow. I got the yarn uh, to make it, and it's cool because you could, if you're out, even if you're downtown or something, without me, and some guy sees you, and he's like, "Hey, I really want to be best friends with that guy." He look at your arm and be like, "Ah, take him." He's already BF'd up. Well, thanks a lot, Mike. Uh, I'm definitely going to wear this. Uh, not just today. Yeah. But I would say even yeah, beyond. Yeah, you're not supposed to take it off ever, so. I can't. I'll be keeping my on. I'll look down at it yeah. at work, and I'll be like, there he is, my best friend. Uh, well, that's really sweet. Uh, thanks yeah. a lot, Mike. I appreciate you putting no forth the effort. I appreciate the apology. Actually, now that you brought it up, uh, I have apology. I have an apology as well I need to, as well, I need okay. to offer. All right. It's okay. I've had like 40 beers. It's 2.30. It's fine. Um, I need to apologize for the weird audio on the Ted Leo interview, and I hope that this doesn't become a trend where I apologize for audio consistently. Yeah, I barely noticed. I think that uh, everyone barely noticed that the the audio. You don't think people noticed that it sounded like we were uh, in C Lab? No, I think it sounded really great. Okay, well, I can tell you're not being serious, but uh, turning over a new leaf here, pal. So I really appreciate that. The spanking you gave me on Twitter this week for having it late, I just wanted to let everybody know out there, it was because I was really trying to perfect that audio to make it listenable. Um, and big shout out to Zencaster, the program we use to record that audio. Um, point I'm, is... I'm going to put it on them. Point is, we got it uh, fixed. Uh, it yeah. It'll never happen again. So. Yeah. I've fired Zencaster. This is not an ad. I fired them. Yeah. Sell. <laughs> sell. Are you putting them on sell? I'm putting them on sell. Okay. Zencaster, I got to take you down. I got to move you down to a sell, baby. Sorry. Um, we had you at a buy before, but now. Their tech support was nice. The lady said that she liked the name of our podcast, and I said you should check out our Patreon, but I don't know if she did or now not. Now you're back up to a buy because of the nice lady. Keep up the good work, Zencaster. Big shout out to the nice lady at Zencaster. What a sweetheart. Well, that's the business at the top of the show. Is there anything? What else do we have to take care of? Um, we're best friends. Zencaster uh, is a buy and a sell. Uh, apology of the week. Apology. We, we got have? the apology. We did our we did our intro, which is a little bit shorter this week than normal. Uh, I think that's about it for the business up top. Let's jump into the six pack. Let's go into the six pack, folks. Here it comes. Uh, winging its right, way right at you. It's the six pack. Um, and just for everybody, uh, just catching up, people who started out at episode five of a show, which uh, is, I think, a sign of being mentally ill if you started episode five. But yeah, if you why did, would you start, why would you start at the fifth episode? I would suggest just not. If you're if you're don't at episode, even, don't even listen to it at all. Just don't even do it. Yeah. T- get out of here. Turn this phone off. Turn your phone all the way off. Yeah. Or your your computer. Turn it all the way off and throw it in the garbage. Yeah, and throw it in the garbage. I agree with that. 
But if you did start at episode five, the six packs is, is where we take six uh, movers and shakers in the Kickstarter landscape and highlight them for you, letting you know uh, what our favorite aspects of the Kickstarter uh, are, what it, if it's getting funded, um, what are some of the best reward tiers, how you can support the Kickstarter if you want to, and how stupid you are if you decide to support the Kickstarter. Uh, Mike and I take three each. We go back and forth showing off some of our uh, favorite Kickstarters of the week. So, uh, Mike, I'm going to cede the floor to you. Thank you, Jesse. Um, go ahead and play that theme song now, though. Okay, here it comes. Okay, um, so that's uh, that's the show. Thank you guys so much. No, Mike, we still got to do the. Um, we we still have, have to, do, to the, do the parts yeah. of the show. Yep. Okay, I'll do. Well, I'll do mine. I'll do. Why don't you stop doing that? I'll I can't. do mine. Um, the first one I got here is is called um, it's called the fire protect bag, right? Yes. It. Yeah. It is. And um, so basically, what this one is is it's a it's a bag that you sit in your house and you put your uh I mean, how many times have you right you come home from a long day at work um and you come in the house on your uh, hoverboard you remember hoverboards that a couple uh, of years ago everybody was crazy about them uh yeah don't look over there in the corner where i have my enormous stack of hoverboards jesus christ um so so yeah like everybody's nuts about those things and um uh, you remember when they there was a problem with them? They would explode. Yeah, that seemed to be sort of off-putting for people that would own them. Yeah, um, kind of killed that whole thing, right? Yeah, well, along with some people as well. I think. Well, they have some good news. Uh, this bag is specifically, explicitly for protecting your hoverboard. And um, so, what it does is, sits in your house. You you come home and you you put your hoverboard uh, that you use all the time. You put it in this bag. Uh, sure. And you close up the bag there. And that way, if it explodes. When it explodes. Um, you have just a shit. You have like a broken hoverboard that you can never ride again. Yeah. And a really fucked up bag. And I a guess. really fucked up bag. And probably your floor is all fucked up too. But you have the peace of mind of knowing that you didn't explode. And that's really. You can't put a price on that. Well, but what if you don't have a hoverboard? Is there any. Um, is there any uh, support level on here where you can get a very likely to explode hoverboard and a bag that will keep the explosion from blowing up your house? I'm um, just doing a quick scan here. Uh, no, <laughs> there's not. So okay. it's just a bag. Why don't you take another scan of that? Um, okay, so so yeah, the, at the five hundred dollar <laughs> level, right? Well, also at the three hundred and seventy-five. Okay, well, you know, let's not get, let's not nitpick, right? Uh, these two levels, you, you get a fire protect bag and a hoverboard. You get a hoverboard, like the six point five inch hoverboard, which I don't even know they made. I'm not sure what dimensions six point five inches is supposed to be either. measuring. Um. So this is kind of like selling you, um, a stick of dynamite. And then, like a box, you can put it in when it explodes. I don't. Yeah, they um. So like, they're they're not saying, hey, we have a a, a, a hoverboard, which you're gonna want in 2018, um, 
2017, 2018. You're going to want one of these bad boys. Um, but ours isn't necessarily uh, better than all the other ones. It's it's yeah. it's pretty much the same, if not worse, uh, and, and more likely to explode. It's but, a weird incentive that they would, in order to make one product more valuable, they would have to make the other one significantly more likely to explode. Yeah. Because if their pitch was, well, let's just make a... Let's just make a hoverboard that isn't going to explode. Then it's like it's uh, it cannibalizes their bag sales. Yeah. So, <laughs> so they, sell, so they can't one. make a safe one. It's stupid for them. So this is capitalism at work here. They can't make a safe hoverboard. Did you just become woke? Uh, yeah, I'm on, I'm one of the socialist guys. Okay. I have the little rose Welcome. in my name. Welcome. Post a pic of my card on Twitter. Um, I actually did that. You know what? Yeah, I know you're one of those guys. All right, well, um, so this is this is this did not get funded. Didn't get funded. No. Um, I would have definitely bought the one that came with the hoverboard because I don't have a hoverboard. So for me, if I want something to explode, I have to get. I think that's probably their selling point, right? Yeah. Um, are you worried? Has that has the worry of it exploding and burning your entire house down and killing your family put you off a bit? from purchasing a hoverboard. Somewhat. Well, have we got a solution for you. Uh, it's a shitty hoverboard, but it comes in a fireproof bag. So you get a bomb, and you also get a bomb-diffusing robot. Yeah. It's just one... Pa- Why? It just cut out the middleman. Um, That's smart. But this did not get funded. And I should mention, it is like a... It's basically like a thermal, you know, like a freeze bag that you would get from the store. Yeah, it looks like it the ones like where a, you, if you get a lot of frozen foods, you would take <laughs> your stuff home in it. It has like a, a fire extinguishing gel type stuff in the top of it. So if it... Which when it explodes makes a really nice pattern on your ceiling. Yeah, so that's nice. <laughs> um, no, it did not get funded. Um, it got funded $1 out of uh, $10,000. Well, is there a $1 level? Uh, no, there's not. There's a $10 level. So somebody uh, and just... the ten dollars is a a nice thanks, nice thank you. So they got one tenth of a thank you. Yeah, I I can't help they but wonder. The, they got the. Th- <laughs> they got. Th- <laughs> I wonder if some of the, if you scroll down, it, it tells you the risks and the challenges, which is always the part. I gotta say, I think the risk and challenges is the first part you should read of any Kickstarter, because that's the part where. The people who want your money make an extremely good case that they don't know how to read or write. <laughs> um, and this is the, there's a clause in here. There's a lot of concern about hoverboards, and our bag is likely to get a lot of attention. Uh, which so that didn't pan out. But the one like stock statement you'll hear a lot, like if you're familiar with Shark Tank or Dragon's Den, is like, um, oh, if I only get, you know, one half of one tenth of one percent of the marketplace, then, you know, I'll be golden. And, and that's what they say here is, is 0.1% of hoverboard owners. If they decide to buy this bag, if they decide to buy the bag, there'd be a need for more than a hundred thousand bags, which I guess it's just tough to break to people like that, that that's not how commerce works. Yeah. <laughs> you can't just be like, well, look how many people have the iPhone? <clears throat> well, what, like 50 million people have an iPhone or some shit. So, all I have to do is sell to like a tiny fraction of those and I'll be a billionaire. But unfortunately, it doesn't work that way. You're and telling me that does not work. I don't it ha no, I don't believe it does. Okay. 
So the math makes sense. The math makes sense. Yeah, you're right. But you're telling me that it, that it's a no go. I wouldn't. I wouldn't try it. So, I guess I'll go. Let me let me take over from here. I've got one that I want to talk about. It's called the. It's called the Game Band Smart Watch. The Game Band Smart Watch. It's a mouthful. It's um. I don't even know where to begin, honestly, with smartwatches as a category of electronics. But, um, you know, I just know from knowing you that you have an Apple Watch and you don't wear it. Yeah. You spent a lot of money on that. Yeah, it's a bad investment. <laughs> yeah, you, you, yeah, you, it is a bad investment because it doesn't do anything. Right. Um, like, I got it. I got it thinking, you know, oh, it's so awesome. I can, uh, it's cool. I can wear it all the time. I get the notifications. Uh, on my wrist versus, you know, having to pull out my phone. And you got a big honking phone, so that's a big deal to you. And so uh, the bad thing is you have to the, to look at the notifications on your wrist. Right. Uh, without pulling out your phone. So it's kind of a 50-50. Classic double-edged sword scenario. Um, <clears throat> but no, it's not great. It's um just sits on my desk at work or in my bag somewhere. And I was like, this is going to be good. I'll, I'll take it to the gym and um, you know, measure heart rate and stuff. And that stuff's interesting for like a day. Maybe. Yeah. So not a great, um, not a great investment. Yeah. My Fitbit died last week and I just haven't, I'm just done with it. Like I just, I don't care. Yeah. I don't care. I'm, I'm going to be fat. That's fine. <laughs> I'll just keep me in fa- I don't fucking need reminders that I'm fat. It's just, to me, it's a state of mind thing. Like sometimes I'm in the state of mind where it's like, I need to lose weight. I need to watch what I'm eating. I need to exercise more or whatever. Right now I'm in that depression, uh, the thing where I'm just like I don't care about anything and I hate myself, so I'm just gonna eat dessert all the time. Yeah, I don't know what that's that depression part is like. Um, sounds bad. I uh, wish you well with it. <laughs> and it's difficult for you to relate to, I know, but I don't care about myself. <laughs> <laughs> um, so this is the game band smartwatch, and what I think is interesting about this is is you know you think about the the huge brands that have gone before it in terms of smartwatches, like we just talked about the Apple Watch which is arguably the best integrated product because it's manufactured by the same company that manufactures a phone and the most popular single yeah. phone at that. Because with Android, of course, there's the segregation between all the different brands. So you've got the Galaxy is probably the most popular one or whatever, but it doesn't even reach all of the Android phones in the same way, right? Because it's Samsung phones. So you would think the Apple Watch, if anyone was going to succeed, it would be Apple. Um, and they haven't succeeded. Uh, and then, of course, Fitbit is losing money constantly. Um, they just acquired Pebble, didn't they? They just bought Pebble, which, of course, is another Kickstarter success story because Pebble was supposed to be the one that eschewed all of the trappings. It had of, like an e-ink right? display or whatever. Yeah, it was supposed to be more like a traditional usable watch yeah. in the sense that it didn't require charging every night. Um, which really takes you out of the classic watch experience. Yeah. Um, but that was an, that was not a viable product. Uh, and so Fitbit bought them for $40 million, Ugh. which is a lot, say, to maybe a poor person, unlike myself. Yeah. Uh, but when it comes to smartwatch companies, is considered a drop in the bucket. That is uh, very low for a company. Yeah, I, I don't know. I mean, I want to say that it's like a, it's like a tiny fraction of what they were... Okay, yeah. Apparently, 
and this is all rumor and scuttlebutt, but um, apparently Citizen, you know, the people, the company that makes the Citizen yeah. Echo watches, apparently uh, in 2015, they were interested in buying Pebble for $740 million. And they said, no, not right now. We're busy. We're busy. No, thank you. Or we're going to hold out for a bigger offer. Yeah. So they made enough money to pay off their debts, essentially, and then just disappear. So... Uh, so if if Pebble, the darling of the smartwatch industry, can't make it, why would Game Band make it? And I have an answer for you there. It's because you can play Atari games on it. <laughs> and that is real. Huh. Uh, one of their big selling points is that you can play Atari games such as Pong, Centipede, Asteroids, Atari Football, which I'm sure we all remember so well as being a great game on Atari that we all played. Uh, also, Terraria, Terraria, like a PC, like side-scroller, pixel game. Yeah, I've seen that game around, but I've never played it. But people are like uh, saying it's like super good. Well, you you know what? You could have it for the low, low price of $6,999, which is the Super Disty Pack. Choose any 50 watches, and then I guess you can sell them to other people. I don't know. That's dumb. The whole thing is dumb. I don't think that this watch is worth... 200 bucks because of the fact that it comes with a, a micro SD slot that you can like, is anybody running out of storage on their smartwatch? Is that the fucking problem? No, the game, the game band, the game band It has the same processor as the LG watch, which I'm sure all of us have used and are very upset with its low processing power. Um, <laughs> I mean, what, nobody cares except for, I guess they do care because they've earned $270,000 for their smartwatch. So Bad idea. Great job to all the dorks out there who will not be satisfied until they spend all of the money they've ever made on smartwatches. That is a, that is a crazy amount um, to me. It's a lot of cash money. For this. That's insane. Yep. So that makes no sense. But anyways, that's that's the game band. Go ahead and definitely pledge. 150 bucks, I think, while you still can to get the early bird edition of this. It also comes with a black silicon strap and free version of. It comes with a strap. You don't just get the. It does come with a strap. Watch face you have to balance on your. It comes with Terraria and five exclusive mini games, which is probably like Pong. That's cool. You know, Pong. So, check that out. The only thing better than Pong is uh, playing it on a, a screen about the size of my dick. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's the only, that's the only uh, thing that would make that better. Listen, hey, I, I know a guy. I'll talk, we'll talk about it off. Speaking of watches, help you with JF. That. Yeah. I got a watch for you. You got a watch as well? What do you think of when you hear the word watch? Atari. No? No. Uh, eyeballs, looking, staring. Mm. Very close. Clock. Uh, yeah. Clock. Clock. Right? Um, because a watch, as we all know, is a miniature clock that sits on your arm. Yes. You don't have to have them on the wall anymore. Somebody got the bright idea to, to take that stuff on the wall and put it on your wrist. In your oven anymore. You don't have to have them in your uh, AM, FM radio. Um, right. Sure. You got the time wherever you want it now. And that's kind of cool. Any time that's the you kinda, want it. That's the kind of cool thing about watches. Um, well, these this watch here um, does not tell you the time at all. It's uh, it's called Jesper, the ultimate minimalist watch. 
It is a black strap. It's a, it's a, it's a strap. Yeah, it comes with a strap. Uh, <laughs> watch face, no arms on it, right? So this guy got a, a bunch of parts, um, but he couldn't get, he couldn't get a hold of his uh, watch arm guy. Yeah, he couldn't figure out the <laughs> arm part. The arms were in short supply. <laughs> my clock arm guy is not been answering my calls. So, um, <laughs> but I got to ship this watch. It is, it is the ultimate minimalist watch you, you'll see a lot of them running i even have another one it's called the motto time without the clock this is an entirely different watch same sort of concept but this one's called the motto the, the concept um, being a useless piece of electronics well all, all electronics are useless but um, wow okay <laughs> so this is the philosophy episode um so this one actually the second one in the series it's called the motto time without a clock right um, and this one's the same exact shit. Um, it's a fucking watch band, watch face. This one has a, a, a like a phrase in it. This one has like a, a like a motto in it, right? Like laser etched onto it. Yeah. Do you get to pick it, the motto at least? You you'd think so. Like a motto, like a but family motto. Check this out. Uh, you don't. Some other guy thought it up and he put it on there. So it's, it says, when you're dedicated to what you love, time becomes irrelevant so that's like an extremely ham-fisted version of the if you do what you love you'll never work a day yeah. in your life phrase. yeah exactly which by the way is a false it's completely <laughs> wrong um if you do what you love it's uh, still work and it sucks but yeah uh but yeah so this is like this dumb guy's version of it and he laser etches it on a watch for you that doesn't tell time yeah they just couldn't neither one of these guys could um to get the could get their shit together couldn't get the watch guts um worrying about then you got to worry about uh is it gonna work yeah then you got to worry about uh i need to put a battery in it um you don't have to worry about it with these watches because this doesn't do anything these don't uh these don't do a goddamn thing right wonderful and um they are about uh 100 100 bucks i think yeah this one here is um <laughs> this one here is uh $55, which is a fucking steal for a watch. That's not bad for a watch. Uh, you get early bird special on our plastic band version of the Infinity Pizza. So like uh, the shitty version of it. The shitty version of the watch that doesn't, that doesn't tell time. It's 50 Really good. $55, right? Um, which well, is 30%, $30 off retail. So, so, uh, so you say retail, deal. so I guess it's already in stores. Did it get funded? Um... So it did not. It did not get funded. Um, the first one didn't, or the second one didn't. Sorry, the motto "Time Without the Clock" did not get funded. It got raised eight thousand dollars somehow. Mm -hmm. uh, Fifty-six different people said, uh, "It's a good ass idea. I want to watch with no fucking arms on it. No way to tell time." Um, the other one also did not get funded. Surprisingly enough, uh, two thousand dollars of the five thousand dollar goal. So, well, there's some hope for us yet. Uh, but let me go ahead and snatch that hope away by introducing Mindset, the smart headphones that improve your concentration. Uh, I'm going to go ahead and throw up the video on this, and uh, you guys can take a listen and see if Mindset is the right product for you and for your productivity as well. Let's take a listen. The flow state. It's that feeling of being completely absorbed in your task. Work feels effortless. Time passes quickly. Nothing can stop you. 
but in a world where we're more distracted than ever. Getting in the zone can feel impossible. Introducing Mindset, the world's first headphones specifically designed to maximize your productivity. It has wireless audio, ultra soft ear cups, and crisp, resonant sound. When you put them on, they create the perfect work environment. Mindset actively cancels out external noise and lets you temporarily mute incoming notifications. But while other headphones stop here, Mindset goes one step further. While you work, EEG sensors embedded in the headband read your brain activity in real time. Using its brain-computer interface, Mindset recognizes when you're in a state of concentration. Whenever you become distracted, Mindset sends you a gentle audio cue to bring you back to focus. Okay, so as you can as you can take from the video there, the goal of the Mindset headphones is to screw you over. But their stated goal is to uh, make you a more productive worker, which let me just say that the top of this that I don't think that we all have to be more productive workers. I think that is a myth perpetuated by people in power. And I don't think that it's very healthy to wonder how we can squeeze more work out of every minute of every day. That's gross. It bums me out. And I think that's insanely fucked up to approach your life that way. So you're not going to be buying these? I am going to buy them. That being said... I don't know that this is the product to help you accomplish that goal because this is what it is supposed to do. It's supposed to use integrated sensors. They're small spring-loaded electrodes. They fit through your hair, it says, which I'm not sure. I don't, I don't really understand that grammatical structure. Mindset's upper band is flexible, designed to distribute the weight over your head. The result is a feeling of weightlessness. Okay, I don't... I mean, yeah, it goes on this, your. The science is there. <laughs> it has a. Uh, it goes on your head. These are the first headphones to go on your head, but for some reason, these sensors measure your concentration level, which. That's, you can quantify that, right? Yeah, you know that raw number, concentration level. <laughs> it's a scale of one to ten, where one is not. What's your What's your concentration level? What's your depression level? What's your horny level? <laughs> Yeah, and then right after that is concentration level. scale one. Yeah, so that makes sense. It's clinically proven. It's a window into the mind. Uh, definitely whenever someone says it's a window into the mind, that's how you know that it definitely is because minds <laughs> have windows, and you can just look into them, um, and that's how the mind works. So these things are basically $350 headphones that if the electricity in your brain does something weird, it'll send a beep through the headphone, and it'll remind you to keep making content or keep – what filling in your spreadsheet or yeah. keep plugging in plugs or whatever the fuck it is. I work at the plug factory. I'm <laughs> plugging, plugging in plugs. I didn't mean to dox you, but you are a big plug guy. So, um, so that's mindset headphones. Uh, Hokum at best $310,000 pledged of a hundred thousand dollars, 30 days to go. Um, and, uh, you, you can pledge $419 to get, a pair of the mindset headphones, which is a savings of two hundred and seventy nine dollars and untold so productivity if you, hours. If you also know some other dumbass, go ahead and give him. Yeah. Go ahead and give him these. Some other real dummy who loves work. Go ahead and give him <laughs> these. That's mindset. 
Um, it's pretty good, but it did get funded. Triple funded, and with thirty days to go, so the sky's the is limit that, on this. Is that legit? Yeah. Jesus Christ. Uh, yeah, that's not good. Um, what I got here? I got uh, you ever heard, you ever heard of the imbu, Jesse? Sure, I've got one in my hands right now. But why don't you tell the listeners? Yeah, uh, the the imbu, as you know, um, is a magnetic tea infusing vessel and it, it allows you to let me let me just out right here it allows you to brew great tasting loose leaf tea something you love doing uh, without having to bring your kitchen along for the ride oh boy um no but this is a, a kickstarter staff pick which means the staff of kickstarter went through and said hey uh, this one's got the goods this is the real deal holy fields this, this is the real dick um and it was successfully funded um, hugely funded, three hundred sixty-two thousand dollars of the twenty thousand dollar goal. Tiny, tiny goal, right? Six thousand people said, "Yeah, I need this in my life. Uh, I make a lot of loose leaf tea." Um, I went through a loose leaf tea phase. Tea head. I've never liked tea in my life. You didn't ever go through that phase. Never liked tea. Never understood it. I went to. Um, I don't know if you've ever. Been, there's a really fancy mall. Uh, around here called Green Hills Mall. Yeah. Uh, it's in the real swanky You're part asking of... me if I've been at a fancy mall. You well, said, you said I've, I don't know if you've... Since you we live... Said it. So th- we live in the same town, so I wondered if maybe you had... Um... Not a class thing, you were saying. If I'd gotten around to it. <laughs> well, it's in the city we live in. So, you know, <laughs> not that big of a deal. Let's go ahead and cut this out. Let's start over again. And one, two, three, here we go. So, Mike, uh, there's this mall around town called Green yeah. Hills Mall. Been there. Oh, you have been there? I have been there. Good. I wasn't wondering, but I'm glad you spoke up. So uh, it has a lot of bullshit. That's where the Apple store is. Mm-hmm. Um, it also has a Microsoft store, and then the Microsoft store is right on top of the Apple store, actually. Um, anyways, they got a tea store there, and one of, the, one of the ladies outside got me to come in and drink some tea with her, and that was great. The Hey, the Microsoft store is always closed for updates. They're always closing the. So I got some loose leaf tea. Uh. <laughs> got some loose leaf tea there, and I got like the the loose leaf tea like container, um, like the strainer and the pot. What the whole, yeah, the whole yeah king caboodle. Some raspberry tea. It was really good, great tea. Um, but I didn't feel the need to infuse it with anything because I kind of felt like it was already tea. Yeah, I'm not sure it needs. I don't need. I don't think the tea needs to be turned up to eleven. Do you? Well, if you don't think so, you're not one of these geniuses who got one of these. <laughs> one of the tea geniuses. Imbue tea infusers, right? Strainer. Sure. Uh, lid, cup, fucking steep chamber thing there. Um, basically, just a, a yeti thing for tea, kind of. You know. What is the yeti though? The uh, the big. Uh, that's just a cup. A thermal though. cup that everybody's going nuts over. But it, it is just a cup, though. Yeah, it's 100% just a cup. Great. Um, But this is not just a cup. It's a magnetic It's tea so much more than a cup. Vessel, right? Yeah, that's right. Um, Got insanely funded. Huge success. Hey, great success. Remember that. Um, all your base are belong to us. And like all the rewards sold out. It was a fucking success story, right? Um, fast forward a bit to 
they shipped them out to people. Um, everybody got them. Everything seemed to be going fine. Um, whammy, they got hit with the fucking people trying to return them. So people are returning these because... Uh, let me read you one of the comments here. I'll yeah, I can't imagine why you'd return a tea thing. Uh, they sent well. First of all, they sent out an update to to all the people saying, "Hey, send these back immediately. Um, these are not safe." So even after like getting funded, being Kickstarter approved and whatever, and being so successful, they had to uh, send out a fucking a recall thing. So it was like, and they wouldn't tell people why. So in the comments, people were talking about, "If anyone's curious as to why it's deemed unsafe, it's because mine shattered while sitting in the car with cold tea in it." When the temperature was about negative ten degrees outside, um, I gotta be honest. That doesn't necessarily sound like the atmosphere for the tea holder to be in. Well, she said it's um, well inside the safe range for this type of glass. Okay, so, well, I just got owned. Up Sorry, your, up your ass. Sorry. Um, no, but uh, hey, I took this tea up at the top of Mount Kilimanjaro, and it didn't taste very good. <laughs> so I need to send it back. So they're. Um, they're they're alerting all these people it's un, unsafe and blah 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 and then people have to pay to ship it back and it's this huge fucking headache for them. Um, hey, sorry, yeah, you get what you deserve. Fucking buying a weird tea infuser off of Kickstarter. You're saying that these people? Now you're gonna make me. You're gonna make me sound like a jerk. But I'm saying they got. No, this is what you said. <laughs> hey, this is all you, buddy. You. <laughs> You know, you wanting to start something with the tea heads out there, then that's... I'm sure the tea heads are fine. I've tangled with the tea... I've tangled with the tea world before, and it's that's not something I want to go back that's to anytime soon. Um, well, hopefully hopefully none of our fans uh, bought this game, bought this thing, so... Hopefully none of our fans drink tea. Yeah. <laughs> if you drink tea, shut the laptop now. <laughs> so that's it, huh? That's it for the tea. That's it. What is it called now? It's called the Imbue, I-M-B-U-E. Uh, it's a piece of shit. You can find it uh, in the trash. Right. Really sounds good. Um, so uh, so that's the last of yours. I've got one coming up here. I'm ready for it. This is double duty. A bit like your watch. Yeah. Uh, a bit like your watch went double duty. Um, and we talked a little bit earlier about productivity and how it's not necessarily something that should be a huge deal for people and yet is. Um, I guess this speaks to that a little bit because, I don't know, have you ever heard of fidget toys? Yeah, I actually just heard about some fucking stupid thing yesterday. A fidget toy? Yeah. Well, that's what these bad boys are. They're fidget toys. Uh, if you guys <laughs> don't know what a fidget toy is, that's because you are, are normal. Normal. Um, and uh, But according to these folks, it's because it's a stress reliever... Um, it helps people with ADD and autism. Uh, so now you can't say anything bad about it because it helps people with autism. <laughs> um, but I don't know. I think that's a maybe a spurious claim. Uh, but I've got one here called the Moon Drop that lets you play with lunar gravity. That's kind of an interesting science concept. Uh, out of a meager goal of 6147 U.S. dollars, they managed to earn... $95,557 with 24 days to go. So they're probably going to be well into the six figures on this, moon, yeah. on this moon drop project. And I'm trying to think of a way 
look, I would just suggest that you definitely go and check this out. It's called The Moon Drop. It's on Kickstarter. Uh, but if you're not in front of a computer right now, it's basically what looks like a doorstop. Um, you know, little like spring things. You open up your door and it doesn't damage your wall. Um, and then on it is a small cuff that that uh, falls down the doorstop. Um, yeah, it's just like an eye bolt with a fucking thing in the middle that moves up and down. Yeah, exactly. It's like a screw and a bolt, basically. <laughs> Fuck. But the point of the point of it is to, uh, I guess, relieve your stress, and it does that by falling down the the screw thing, and it has it in different gravitational options. And this sounds insane, and I'm I apologize for that, but this is how bad the product is. You've got one that falls at the gravity of Earth, which, by the way, is the planet that we live on. So everything on here falls at Earth's gravitational pull, 9.8 meters per second squared. Then you've got one that falls down this two-inch pole at like at a, at a rate that simulates the gravity on Mars, 3.7 meters per second squared. Then you've got one for the moon as well, which is, again, about half of what it is on Mars. If that's interesting to you at all, for whatever it's reason. Not. It's not. It's not. That's not interesting to you? No. Well, the point is you can, uh, it looks like you can pledge uh, 20 bucks, 20, 23 bucks. Oh, I see how it works. The, the, the tube, the little screw, the eye bolt thing. It's got magnets. Hollow. It's got magnets in it. Right. Okay. And then also... Since it is magnetized, you can like spin them on top of each other like a magnet. I don't. This is like uh, this sucks. I, it's for I think it's for programmers. Yeah, it's definitely a something a programmer would just have sitting on his desk. Yeah, you ever walk by a programmer's fall. desk and like, try to look at all the shit that's on it? It's like um, man, you just had you had like a five thousand dollar Think Geek gift card. It just went wild. How does this differ then from the Fiji pen? Well, the fidget pen. Uh, look, I'm gonna go out on a limb here. Well, where's here. that cube? You remember that cube thing? What a fidget cube? Yeah. Wow. Jesus Christ. Not a lot of uh. No. Not a lot of creativity in the names here. Fidget pen. Fidget cube. Not a lot. Not a lot of creativity. Fidget fidge. Yeah, the fidget pen um, was funded in less than 48 hours. 40 days to go on this. Uh, they've already doubled their budget. They've got 27,000 bucks. It's a pen which writes on paper, but, but wait, there's more. It's got a textured grip. It's got a click switch. It's got a flip clip, a spin disc, a click, a rolling ball, and a smooth dip. <laughs> it's got a, it's got a flip, a flap, yeah. a floppy. <laughs> it's got a gerbil, <laughs> a flincy. Yeah, it does, but it, it's a pen and it's got a little thing. It's got several little things on it. You can manipulate. The video is not too good. Uh, and I'm going to go ahead and, and play that video for you uh, right now. What is the Fidgy Pen, you might ask? The Fidgy Pen is the world's first fun to play with and discreet fidget toy. Why do you need a Fidgy Pen? Let's take a look at Paul. Paul's about to kiss this beautiful young woman. But then, because of this oversized fidget toy, it totally ruined the mood. Don't let this happen to you. How many times has this happened to you or people around you? You're fidgeting with things and it's distracting to every Tom, Dick, and Harry. Let's see a day in the life of Paul and see what happens. 
Paul, stop fidgeting. Hope he doesn't get an F on that one. Ah, great. Got dumped by my girlfriend, kicked out of school, and I just killed Carol. Excuse me, Sonny? I'm not dead yet. Hey, quiet, Grandma. I'm making a crowdfunding video. So that's it. That's funny. It's the fidget pin. It's the moon drop. It's the fidget cube. It's the fidget digital. It's the um, every, anything to keep you more productive, keep you happy in that cubicle because that's where you belong, you big piece of shit. <laughs> yeah. So, um, all right. Well, that's the end of the six pack. Let's take a quick break and we'll be right back with more fidget toys right after this on your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. <laughs> Hey guys, uh, it's Michael from the podcast, and I'm just, I wanted to remind you guys to check out uh, patreon.com. It's where we make a bunch of money, and you guys give it to us. It's patreon.com forward slash your Kickstarter stinks. So check it out, and then go on, go on there. All that information is wrong. All right, welcome back. Uh, Let's, Mike, if it's okay with you, I'd like to revisit our extremely popular segment. (laughs) Uh, jokeblogger.com. Okay. All right, let's do it. Uh, just a quick reminder for everyone out there. Um, jokeblogger.com has thousands of comedy topics. You can click on a large topic image in a joke or video for more hilarity on that subject or use the search to find what you're looking for. It's a fave star that some computer programmer slash stand-up comedian made, but uh, all the jokes are extremely good they're good yeah they're good jokes and uh i guess our our bit here basically is that i read the jokes to mike yeah and he writes them uh, on a scale of one to ten i think is what we we're using i think it's one to ten thousand okay so one to ten thousand is what we're going to use this time mike here's the first joke up on the docket Hit me dude i'm ready i think last time we did not put the people's names in it but i'm gonna do it this time so Uh-oh. so this is from at big macher big m-a-c-h-e-r really funny stuff jeff dwoskin uh, here goes. We live in a world where Donald Trump is president, uh-huh. and Suicide Squad is an Oscar award-winning movie. Yeah, let's let that sink in. Hashtag Oscars. <laughs> oh, hey, uh, we the the Kardashians, one of the one of the most popular uh, celebrity groups of all time. Yep. I mean, was, I mean, <laughs> you know. Hey, submit it to Joke Blogger. Okay, that's not <laughs> what this is. Okay. Um. That one right off the bat, that's going to get a one from me. That's a one. Very tepid score. Yeah. Okay. That's fine. Uh, better luck next time to Jeff Dwoskin. 
Right, here's number two. This comes from at real ham on rye, where rye is spelled W-R-Y. <laughs> so basically, you are you get a free joke just in yeah. the name. <laughs> this I can tell that this could be good. Okay. One thousand, ten thousand. If Trump doesn't win an Oscar for best actor in a political mm-hmm. role, okay, those wee fingers of fury Uh-oh. will be frantically tweeting Uh-oh. insults for weeks. Oh. Because if you uh, he had there's a small hand thing yeah. that was going on a while ago, best actor in a political role not a real category. Yeah. So. Good burn. Good burn on him. Good burn on Trump. Yeah. Um. That's also going to get a one. It's a one out of ten thousand. Pretty low. Well. It's got. I'm gonna change. It's got a two. Okay, it's a two. Two out of, of ten thousand. Pretty good. Update the wiki. Here we go. This is uh, this is joke number three. This is also from Jeff Dwoskin. You might remember him from his Suicide Squad joke earlier. Yeah. In this segment, uh, we're still on the Oscars. It says uh, Jeff says if I think if I made a movie based on a Walmart receipt, it would just be a guy in his underwear drinking a beer, screaming Martha hashtag Oscars. <laughs> what? What that? What? Um, was there a movie based on a, a Walmart receipt? Does this fucking joke have any basis in reality, or is this something like he just made up? Um, okay, let or me... is he like talking about how Walmart is uh, shitty and everybody there who is poor who who shops there? Is that what his? Well, point let me is? see if I can. Uh, this one was tough for me. God let me see if it. I can shed some light on this with some of the replies. Okay, a, a reply from at br clark bf says at big mocker lmao uh, martha. Exclamation point. So <laughs> clearly the Martha part resonated. Um, and then at Jekyll for Hydecom says, uh, at Big Mocker, I'd make a prequel and put toilet paper and baby food back to buy more beer while saying, quote, damn it, Martha, we can't have it all, end quote. And uh, Jeff Dwoskin replies, at Jekyll for Hydecom, let's find one more person and make a trilogy. So does that help at all? Uh, no, that just made me more confused because I don't I don't understand the the point of it. Well, you still got to give it a rating. Uh, Jesus. Um, Martha is the punchline here. Five thousand. Five thousand. Okay. Five thousand five hundred. Let's be let's be fair. Yeah, let's be fair. Okay, this is from at Mr. Tommy Campbell. Uh, this is still on the Oscars. He says, wow, just wow. La La Land, then Moonlight. Am I watching Total Recall or the hashtag Oscars? Da fuck? <laughs> he says, da fuck? F-U-Q, da fuck? Let me hit you with that again. Wow, just wow. La La Land, then Moonlight. Am I watching Total Recall or the hashtag Oscars? Da fuck? Um... <clears throat> Yeah, I guess, I guess I guess that would work, right? Cuz it total re- like they're recalling the vote and clearly reads like someone who has never seen the movie Total Recall. <laughs> he thinks it's recalling stuff. Yeah. Like um hey, am I, you know, hey, what is this? The David Lynch number here? What are we watching here? This is crazy. Like that would have been Yeah, that's maybe funny. Funnier. I don't know. So what do you give that one? Um, 10,000. 
ten thousand. Yeah. Very good. So that's a perfect joke in your Yeah, mind. it's a perfect joke. Yeah. I think he hits all the <laughs> high points of a joke. Yeah. Okay. Wow, what a champion. Uh that one was. That was a good one. This one uh, the next one here comes from at Fat Andy, P H A T A N D Y. Uh we're on the subject of Lent for this. Uh hashtag Lent a film to a guy once never got it back i'm forgiving him for lent it's okay dad keep it so that one has a few layers that's to it. got that's got fucking layers upon layers man. hashtag lent a film to a guy once never got it back you I'm, got hashtag you got hashtag lent a film so you know it's gonna it's gonna be good because yeah. it's all hashtag comedy jokes are so fucking good so right off the right off the fucking bat you know that you're in for a fucking treat then he turns it into a pun then he makes it meta and yeah. self-referential. Then he throws the dad gag into it. Yeah. So. Hey, you keep it dad. Like, you're not going to let your dad off with a little yeah. warning there? I mean. Right. Um, that Andy. It's, what's the highest score again? 10,000? It's 1 to 10,000, I think, Jesus, is the scale we're using. I already gave the top spot away. I don't think it works like that, but. Uh... Ten thousand and one. Ten th- wow, off yeah. the scale. We're gonna have to recalibrate the fucking scale. Andy there. Jacobs, congrats, buddy. Congrats, Andy. Okay, we're halfway through the <laughs> jokeblogger.com top ten. And I've already blown my load. You've already blown the, your the load. Top. But I am. I, those are so good. I did want to go ahead and remind everybody at home that uh, all the jokes and video posts that you see on jokeblogger.com are really comedian trading cards. Uh, try clicking on a comedian's <laughs> picture in their post. And watch the magic. So with that in mind, we move over to, oh, let's see, number six on the list. It's from at phook75. Uh, Mr. Hook says, just saw a gorgeous woman with the word radio tattooed on her arm. So only three more things I need to see before I die. What does that mean? Uh... Guy, guy likes the radio. What does that mean? I I don't see. Just saw a gorgeous woman with the word radio tattooed on her arm. So only three more things I need to see. He doesn't say what the three other things are. Like, I think he's saying because that's such a bizarre thing that that's one of the top things you see. But you wouldn't you say only two more things? <laughs> Why does he have a top four? <laughs> he's a top four things. Uh, that's weird. That's weird, man. I forgot we haven't been reading the stats on these. Oh, yeah. What's the stats on this one? Basically, all of them have been pretty good. This one is 45, 82. 45 retweets. 45 retweets, 82 80 likes. Favorites. Yeah, likes. Likes. I call them faves. Yeah, old school. Um, no, that one sucks. Uh, it's not good. And whoever wrote it should feel extremely bad. Mm-hmm. I'm going to give that a, a, a 1 out of 10,001. Okay. 1 out of 10,001. Uh, moving on, we've got, uh, this is from at Paracomedian09, Michael Blackman. Now wait. <laughs> wait. I don't want to go into it. <laughs> wait. I don't want to go wait. into it. Just let me, read wait. The, let me read the joke and then you can say what you want to <laughs> no, say. No. Yeah. Because, no, all right. You need to listen to the joke first <laughs> and then you can say what you want. Okay. Uh, the joke, this is about the, this is the end of the category on Arnold Schwarzenegger. Uh, he says, quote, I'll be black uh, mm. from Terminator Rachel uh. Dolezal. <laughs> and he adds absurd news, ABSRD news. I'll, I'll be black 
says Terminator Rachel Dolezal from Michael Blackman. But this is about... It's about Schwarzenegger, yeah. It's about it's because of the apprentice, though. So it's not really no really reason to bring in Rachel. Well, I got to be fair. This one right? was from July third, twenty fifteen. So okay. actually, there's no reason for any of it to exist. <laughs> so what do you give that one? Um, I'm gonna also give that the lowest score possible. A one. A, a one. Is it possible to give a zero? You can give a zero. I'm gonna give that a zero. Okay, because uh, it was <laughs> don't it was. Don't no, do it. It was it was only twenty and twenty nine. That's all it that's all it did. Okay. Okay. Um I thought I thought you were gonna say mm-hmm. because his 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 handle is para what is it, paracomedian? Paracomedian. I thought you were gonna say he's paraplegic. And <laughs> I could not give him a negative score or a bad score. Well, you son of a bitch, he's in a wheelchair. So how do you feel now? God damn it. Uh this is from at Josh Rosen one. And we got a little dialogue. So this is, I think this is on the topic of Trump, I would say. And this is this is very recent, so I'm not trying to pull the rug out from under you here. Yeah. We got a dialogue set up. Uh, uh, Trump says, Obama wiretapped me. Uh, but a federal court says, what evidence do you have? Mm-hmm. Trump replies, well, it was in Breitbart. Yeah. And a federal court go. replies, here comes the punchline, okay. what evidence do you have? Oh, because they don't. Yeah, those guys don't mess around over there in federal yeah. court. And that one did 54 and 175. That's that's good. We got a Judge Judy gif in the replies. <laughs> um, That's a one also. This guy is a funny or die pitch contributor, which sounds like maybe you probably sent like um, like an unsolicited email to funny or die one he time. He sent his packet in. He sent his packet to funny or die. They did. <laughs> They didn't use it. Wasn't it wasn't when they were uh, looking for packets. It was just he's headed at the wrong time. He's in his packets. So good for Josh Rosen. Okay. Uh, we're down to the final two here. Yeah. We've got... Um, I'm not going to lie to you. We've got some... We've got two really, really fucking good ones. <laughs> um, and I'm going to read them to you right after the break. So we're going to take a quick break. We'll be right back with more Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast. Well, folks, you know what they say about lunches. There's no such thing as a free one. Uh, Except for sometimes they are free, and there's pretty much a free one every week. Uh, And by lunch, of course, I mean the Your Kickstarter Sucks podcast. So uh, every week there will be a free one, and that will be your free lunch. But if you have a little more coin to spend, uh, two nickels to rub together, why don't you check out our Patreon page, where you can get uh, premium episodes of Your Kickstarter Sucks, and all kinds of crazy posts and uh, images, maybe songs. You know, hey, whatever we want to put up there, we'll put up there. But it'll definitely be the premium episodes. And uh, they're not necessarily better or worse. It's just more, you know, just more for you. Uh, another lunch for you, you little piggy. So all my little piggies, go on to patreon.com and, and search Your Kickstarter Sucks and uh, uh, toss us a couple of shekels. I need them to buy medicine because I'm sick all the time. All right, and we're back uh, with Your Kickstarter Sucks, the podcast, to take a quick break there to thank all our sponsors and um, and also to tease you guys because there's, there's, we wanted you to listen to the ads. we got two more good ones coming up. Right, Mike? Uh, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, dude. Sweet. So here we go. we got the final two here on the jokeblogger.com top ten. And this uh, this one here comes from at Warren Holstein. 
And uh, I think this is also, you could probably fairly call this a dialogue joke as well. Uh, this is what Trump says about Obama. Quote, this is McCarthyism. Okay. Now, the ghost of Joseph McCarthy replies, quote, uh, I heard what you were saying. You know nothing of my work, commie. Is that it? That's the, uh, yes. <laughs> That's the end of the joke. And we got four retweets and 18 likes. And that one was posted in Brooklyn, New York. Oh, uh, shit. Okay. I heard yeah. what you were saying. You know nothing of my work, commie. Pretty good. And he does reply to himself, um, and he says, boy, if life were only like this. <laughs> so very wistful on Juan's part. Ah, boy. What do you give that one? Um, yeah, that's not even a, uh, that's not even a joke. That's a, that's a zero. Very loosely interpreted as a joke. Yeah, yeah. That's no good. All right. So, uh, okay, we got the last one coming up here, the Joke Excited, Blogger man. Top 10. To see I'm ready. Yeah, so this is, uh, I don't believe we've featured this gentleman before. Um, his, his username is at Original Lee Mays. Um, and he's, he's one of those guys who has the, the classic distinction of following as many people or more people <laughs> Then yeah. he has followers, and also um, he's got the the word comedy in his banner on awesome. his website. So you know what he does if you go to his page. That's right. Pretty good. So smart thinking. He's got a lot of good stuff on this page. Cartoon avatar. Um, he's basically got it all. This one I think was uh, this is on the topic of Lent as well. <laughs> so uh, you know it's fertile ground. I think. For- <laughs> All the best, all the best jokes are about Lent. Yeah, I think. Yeah. So uh, Lee writes, "Ash Wednesday is when Catholic priests flick cigarette ashes on the smooth cherubic buttocks of young boys. Ash Wednesday is when Catholic priests flick cigarette ashes on the smooth cherubic buttocks of young boys. So a pedophile joke, sexual assault, rape joke. Yeah. On Ash Wednesday." From original Lee Mays. What do you give that one? Lee, I gotta tell you, man, not your uh not your not your best work. That's not his strongest material. Um and the people agreed by giving this one a grand total of zero retweets and zero favorites. <laughs> but it's still made it on the page though. It's still made it on jokeblogger.com. Okay. Almost like it just uh, almost like almost like they just sign into it and it uh does all of their posts on the page yeah. automatically. Well that would be weird, but yeah, that's right. Um yeah, I'm going to give this negative 10,001. Okay, we're in the negative on this one. Yeah. So you didn't care for this one. That's what no. I'm picking up. It made me sick. Yeah, wasn't that good. All right, well, that's the end of jokeblogger.com, the segment, and maybe the website as well. <laughs> this, could, this could be the end of the site. I don't know. Um, but, uh, Mike, I think that's that's all we had for this week, unless you have anything to add. You got anything you want to? Um, No, I don't. Great. All right, guys. Well, don't forget to uh, follow us on Twitter at your Kickstarter. Uh, you can email us as well at uh, your Kickstarter sucks at gmail.com. We got the mailbag coming up uh, on the premium episodes, which you can find on Patreon. Um, what else? Um, I'm going to put the, the pictures of the, the friendship bracelet yeah, up online. We're going to put the friendship so bracelet pics up on the Twitter. 
You can check those out. Maybe send us a picture of your own friendship bracelets if yeah. you want to be a part of the friendship crew. Here with your Kickstarter sucks. Um, and and that's it. And uh, and we'll see you next week and on our premium episodes as well. Goodbye. So long. <laughs>